Welcome to one more week of KTV. I'm Karen Reeves Toppin, welcoming you for another show. I'm your accountability coach and so pleased that you could join us for another week of KTV. Remember, KTV is here for you if you are an entrepreneur and you are looking for a platform or a space where you can come on and talk about your business, talk about your project, talk about your 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 whatever you are working on at the moment and you want to get your information in front of a wider audience, please get in touch with me on keyinspirations at gmail.com. That's K-I-I-N-S-P-I-R-A-T-I-O-N-Z at gmail.com. And I will book you a slot on the show. There's no fee. It's absolutely free. I'm here for you because I my interest is to help you to elevate yourself. My guest this week is a lady who I met while I was scrolling through looking for a platform where I could get some information as a Christian business, a, a Christian business owner and a female Christian business owner. And I came across this particular platform and what caught me was the alliteration. Those of you who know me know that I'm a little bit of an English buff. I love the English language. So when I could see a platform that was called uh, Featuring Faith-Filled Females, I was like, yes, I want to know what this is all about. And I met the founder, well, I say met because I've not met her in person, but ladies and gentlemen, today you get to meet her with me and I want you to help me to welcome the CEO and founder of Power Up Coaching, Mrs. Annette Letty Bryan. Annette, welcome to KTV. Hello, and um, thank you, Karen. It's absolutely wonderful to be here. Thank you so much. I'm really, really happy to have you here because there's so many questions that I had once I had joined your Facebook group, and I am so glad to get an opportunity to talk to you face to face and also to share you with my viewers and with the rest of the world. So, yes, my pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to actually share. Thank you. All right. Are we all set? Ready? Okay. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So is it okay if I call you Nettie, yes? Absolutely. Everybody who's my friend calls me Nettie. Yay, I'm a friend. <laughs> Certainly are. <laughs> okay, so Nettie, mm. um, you, as I was looking at your bio, you have done so much. There's so many groups. Your website talks a little bit about you, but then there's so many other groups which are under you. So could you start off by telling us a little bit about Nettie, what encapsules Nettie? Yes, um, I think, you know, with all of my 50 years plus on the planet, um, there's quite a lot. And that's probably why my profile is so large and big. Um, but really what encapsulates Nettie is the fact that I'm my purpose is solely to bring, you know, um, my gifts and talents to the marketplace in order to help other women, women of faith, non-faith as well, to develop their gifts and callings so they can truly shine for God in the earth the way that we are meant to. So that's really my primary and I really love what I do. So I, I, under the umbrella of literally training, equipping, educating, and then releasing women into the marketplace so that they can fulfill their God-given purpose. So that's really what I'm about. Wow. Okay. So it's training and equipping yes. women 
to discover their purpose and get it out into the marketplace. Yes, absolutely. Training, equipping, edifying, and releasing. Absolutely. Training, equipping, edifying, and releasing. Wow, that is that. But that takes a lot, doesn't it? It um, does. How long have you been doing this? Well, I've been a, an entrepreneur for ten years. I started off as a social entrepreneur because my background is in the social care field and the health and social care field. And, you know, I worked obviously for companies, public sector um, for a very, very long time. And then, you know, for, for one reason or another, you know, I was being led to go into business for myself because, you know, sometimes when you're in the corporate world, things may happen, you get uncomfortable and you sort of, you know, like a, a round, peg, round peg in a square box and I just did not fit. <laughs> you know, I would zing and they would zang and it would be like, okay, I know that I'm called to bigger and greater. And, you know, I've always been one to, to help people. I just have a heart of service. That's just been my trademark. You know, I care for you and I coach you. That's one of the values and the promises within my business. And I guess, you know, as as a Christian, of course, you know, everything that I do stems from my foundation of faith. So it doesn't matter whether, you know, I am talking to someone who's a non-believer or a believer, it, it just naturally flows through me. And, you know, a lot of people want to work with me because they really want to understand how is it that they can bring their faith forward in their business? And I think that's a big issue for, in particular, women of faith, right? Of any faith, in fact. How can you really portray your true beliefs and your values in the marketplace without being penalized? And I don't, you know, the reason why I say that is because, you know, there was an area in my life where that was a problem. I was penalized for being who I was, not necessarily, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And it nearly caused me my job wow. so you know so it was it's those kinds of challenges that prepare you for the next level you know because the thing is you know when you're working in an area where things are not so um how can i put it okay for example so certain things you can't speak about you know so how do you show up and that was it, it was how do you show up in your authentic self be who you're called to be and still carry out your job still carry out your role and sometimes those things can come into conflict mm -hmm. and it's about teaching you how to be your best selves handling those situations also whilst you know being able to carry out the mandate because i believe there's a huge mandate in my life mm -hmm. carry out the mandate and still meet you know and honor god in the process and that was really important to me to be able to do that and when i found that tight spot if you like really mm -hmm. within corporate and public sector it was time for me to move on mm -hmm. and that's what spurred me into entrepreneurship in the first place yeah well that that leads very nicely into the next question that i was going to ask i was going to ask you what did your calling into this type of ministry look like but you've just gone through everything all of the the different situations that you faced and the reason why you decided to come out of corporate and yes. into entrepreneurship and and i think your testimony regarding you know how 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 sort of how, how should i say censored how censored the situation had become regarding us sharing your faith i was thinking i think it was about two or three days ago how how strange it is that other people can spew and talk about what it is that they believe and they can share all of their opinions and so on and so forth but when christians begin to talk about what we believe um, and we begin to stand on the word and and speak the word 
it's it's always that we're being homophobic or we're being hateful or nobody wants to hear that and and it's very hard to show up as as someone who is uh, a faith-filled individual whether you're female or male it's difficult to show up as a faithful person so um is that that's something that you focus on in in one of your teachings is it in in your group Yes, abs- absolutely, Karen. And I think, you know, um, I think that's a really vitally important part because, you know, as a Christian, you make a covenant to stand on your faith. You make a covenant to stand on the values that you believe in, okay? Mm-hmm. And when you're placed in a position where you might have to feel like you're watering those down, um, it then compromises who you are authentically. Yeah. And of course, it's taken me a while. It wasn't an easy road because there was a period of time in my career where I actually shut down because of a circumstance and a situation that really challenged me. But when I really stood in my power and, you know, God said to me, you know, who report will you believe you know who is your god (laughs) at the end of the day are you serving man or are you serving me you know and and when you get that revelation there is there's something that becomes unstoppable in you Mm. you Mm. just put aside everything and you say you know what god you've taken me through this challenge in my life you've taken me through that challenge in my life why is it that i become oh ye of little faith for Mm. this one And when I got that insight about that, I'm not joking you, Karen, it really changed my outlook. It changed how I stood up and how I stood out. And, you know, you you mentioned, of course, my my company name, which is Power Up Coaching. Well, again, originally I was working under NettieB.com and I changed that when that insight came to me because God said to me in that moment, I'm going to give you everything you need for this next part of your journey. Wow. For this next part of your journey. However, you need to go back to the book of Acts. That's what he said to me. Go back to the book of Acts, chapter two. And that word, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, he is going to power you up for the next level. And that's where the name of my business came from. That's where I call it my ministry business. That's where the name originally came from. And I'm not joking you, every step of the way, God has provided. He's sent the right type of clients. Mm -hmm. He sent me the right type of support and help. And it's, you know, it's been an absolute blessing. Amen, amen, amen. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think I'm going to have to leave that right there. Okay. <laughs> or we're going to go down another road. That's all right. <laughs> Which is not the purpose of QTV. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, all right. So um, you said that you've got uh, 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 clients um, and you became a coach to people, so to, to, to people so that you can train, equip, educate, and mm-hmm. then allow them to 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 reveal their their gifts in the marketplace. Yes, being a coach cannot be an easy thing. I mean, I, I can I can I just share a joke with mm-hmm. you? Know, yeah, sure. I actually thought that Nettie was not in the UK, so I'm making the appointment with her, and I'm I'm giving messages like, and um, I, I know that we're in a different time zone. <laughs> it was only today that I realized she actually is based right here in the UK. <laughs> Um, so the reason I thought she was was uh, 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 based overseas is because I realized she had quite a few clients from the USA. So I thought that that's where she was. But as a coach, Nettie, yeah. I mean, obviously you've got clients who are here in the UK. 
based in the USA and you were sharing with me in other parts of the world. And yet you said that you are someone who cares, you really care. Is it possible for you to care about each and every one of your clients? Or do you think that you can be an effective coach without that level of care? Can you just teach someone without caring? Yes, yes. I think that um, as women, let's just speak to women for a moment. As women, we have a natural ability, God-given ability within us to nurture. And the other thing about that is when you, I, I work with a lot of what we call branding with archetypes. And, and I think when you understand your archetype and your characteristic, your intrinsic characteristic, and mine is ruler for my money, my sacred money archetypes, nurturer and romantic. And when I look at the nurturer and the romantic together, they naturally care that's a naturally caring and and sheep flocking looking after the flock you know my background is pastoral so you know I've been a pastor for for many years prior to going into entrepreneurship so I had a natural calling to look after people hence why being a social worker you know in my profession healthcare so that was always a natural for me and you know as you say looking after people one-to-one how can I maintain that high level of care I think you just have to purpose to make that your business mantra Mm. and people need intimacy. People need great connection because you can um, show yourself caring by making it a promise within your business brand. That's how you do it. And then follow through by the corresponding actions. And you can show you care in many different ways. It could be how you onboard a client, for example. What's your process? How do you make them feel? You know, when they're connecting with you, are you somebody that follows up on time? Do you return phone calls? So there's different ways of showing how you can, you know, share that nurturing and that caring characteristic in in business and and dealing with your prospective clients. Okay. All right. Um, Okay. Now you're the founder and CEO of Power Up Coaching. Can you tell us what is the purpose of Power Up Coaching? And uh, as it relates, I think I was speaking to you in relation to the 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 selling of high net worth yes. uh, tickets and so on for coaching um, products. Certainly, um, Power Up Coaching main main aim is to help women, help female entrepreneurs and coaches to firstly learn how to sign on their new clients. So that's what we teach in the academy. We also teach them how to create irresistible offers and you know create packages that will sell themselves. And hence why I was doing that series, which you're talking about, Karen, around high end coaching okay we also in the academy um teach people how to overcome their money mindset because as women we always have issues with how much do we charge undervaluing our level of service based on certain things that we have endured been through and so forth and then also within the academy i teach people how to create what i call their special recipe and that is their signature program and the signature system that they will learn how to do so that they can turn that into a high profitability um, product that they then serve their clients with. So it's a step-by-step process that they learn to turn their gifts 
into fruitful services. And then with the what else we teach within the academy is unique branding. I mentioned the archetypes previously. So we teach them about unique branding with archetypes so they know how to show up, how to um, brand themselves online. And then of course, not only that, they need to know who they are working with. So then we teach them around profitable niche breakthrough secrets. So it's not good just owning, uh, sorry, just learning about who you wanna work with. You need to know what problem you're solving, they also need to know that they have the solution to solve that high value problem as well. Plus, you know, um, marketing, sales and even learning them how to create their own online courses. So much more under the umbrella as well. And really, I like to look at Parrot Coaching as a bit of a hub and it's like a one stop shop. You come in. You sit with us for a year, we train you, and that's why that term train, edify, equip. So it's not just all about the practical things, it's not just about money, but you're getting faith setting as well. So setting your faith at a higher level so that you can actually feel confident in your skills, abilities, and in you know your God-given potential to get out there and serve who it is that you're called to. Okay. Wow, mm. that is a mouthful and then um <laughs> you know there's so much but yes let me let me just focus in on what you said um at, at the very end it's a hub it is it's a hub where they can come and it's kind of like a one-stop shop is it yes yes um yeah. okay and you said also they can be there for a one year one mm -hmm. year period so you're working with these people over the the process of a year yes where they start uh, in one location and they end in another location that's right how how have you had well obviously there would have been some success stories but but can you share with us um any any stories of persons who came into your hub stayed there for the year and then at the end of the year they were not where they should be and how you managed with that yes absolutely and the word th the one thing I'm going to say here is life happens. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what we have that sort of sets us apart in the academy is we have the opportunity for people to be able to take breaks. And I think that is one thing that sets us apart, because sometimes when you go into coaching programs, it's you pay a fee. If you haven't finished, you still got to, you know, you don't get an opportunity to come back. But I believe that people have to, that we need to make sure, in particular, I'm dealing with women, that we take into consideration the environment, the life around them. So when people come into the induction part of it, we really do a thorough induction and we talk about environment, setting themselves up, getting them in the right mindset for the training that's going to be there. And, you know, sometimes things don't go to plan. Um, we've had people who have lost people, especially in the last year or so due to the, the pandemic and so forth. You know, so we've naturally it's OK. Take some time out. We set an agenda for when they're going to come back in and re-enroll them back in at that specific point. So that's what we do. And that's part of me showing the care and the coaching, because I believe that once you sign up for something, even if you've got to that end point and you haven't quite completed it, my promise again to you is that you will get coached until you have actually got that result and that transformation at the end. Wow. So, yeah. So for example, if someone's come in and their, their coaching program is that they want to learn how to create an expert signature system and they've only got halfway through, we may put that on hold, pick it back up until you've actually completed it. And that's the beauty of it. Of course, there's one-to-one -one coaching, of course, there's group coaching underneath that umbrella as well, you know, live Q and A's and so forth as well. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that is, 
one of the most highly flexible programs that I have heard of. Um, and, and this is great. You do it over a year. You know, there's some that offer maybe a six month or three months, but it doesn't have the same flexibility. Yes. And, um, and as we know, some, you know, you can enroll in a program today and something happens next week yes. and you can't carry on. But there's no there's no flexibility to stop, to move, to shift, to adjust. Yes. Um, and here you are on a year offering a year long program where people have the flexibility of if they can maintain it, maintain mm-hmm, it. But if something happens and you can't, then let's take a break, take a step back, deal with that. And then yes. let's uh, put your foot on the brake. But then, yes. sorry, let's, let's take, put your foot back on the accelerator. Yes. But there was something else that I noticed you said. You said that you make a note of when they can actually come back. Which means that you set you set an appointed time, an right. appointed date for them to come back. Yes, I do. Because yeah. I think it's easy for people to stray. Um, in fact, I've got a, an appointment after this particular video with you, <laughs> this call with you today, with regards to somebody who's in exactly that same position. Mm. And, you know, I think that's one of the things when you say you have to stand out in the market of one, I truly believe in that. And I think that's one way that I stand out in the market of one, because I know that I've been there myself. I've been in high ticket coaching programs where something's happened and I've not been able to continue within the allotted time and I never got that opportunity to continue mm. do you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. so that's why I thought to myself when I set my coaching business up and how I would want to run what are all of the gaps that I saw that you know in other people's programs that could really make mindset apart and that was one of them you know there's more but that was one uh, gap that I found and I thought well I can care coach and be flexible because at the end of the day I recognize that is what exactly what I needed in, in my life at that time was that flexibility what a usp that is a beautiful unique selling point your the level of your flexibility well done well done well done thank you um now uh there are many people who still um in spite of the fact that uh, we read the word we know what the word says if, in regards to us prospering and being in good health and um, and being above and not beneath and so on and so forth. There's still many people that believe that Christians should not um, uh, follow after the money. Um, how do you respond when someone says, no, you're following after the money and, and we're not called as Christians to do this. You're on the wrong path. How do you yes. respond to that? Okay, so that is a huge question that, that I get asked quite a lot, being a yeah. money breakthrough business coach, of course, right? I would expect so. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and the first thing I would say is we need to go back to understand the word. And I think that's the key thing. It's also about interpretation and really looking at, well, what does God really mean by that? Or what does the person who instilled that belief, because it's all about beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. Instilled that belief in you, what does it mean? And sometimes, you know, as traditional we take on our our parents sayings we take on sayings from other people and some we make them our own all right so they're made up of assumptions and different things the one thing I would say to address that is to understand the word kingdom Mm. when you understand the word kingdom and you understand you know the mandate behind someone who's kingdom minded remember we're about our father's business 
And when you take that word business and understand the gifts that have been given and the, the, the anointing really is for the training, the edifying, the equipping and the releasing. So, you know, when someone says to you, you know, are you chasing the money? No, but we know that in the word it says money answers all things. So I know that I cannot help many more women, many more people across the globe, because if I don't have enough money to put you know, bread and butter on my table to maybe pay staff to, to fast forward the work of the kingdom, then I'm doing myself and the calling of my life a disservice. That's my belief. So I really, really want to encourage for those of you out there who's listening to this and you're struggling with that money mindset to really think about it. How easy can you let it be to accept a new belief around that? Mm. How easy? <laughs> Can you make it be, you know, because the thing about this is my belief is this. And it's a statement I say to women all of the time when good women get money. And especially when godly women have money, great things happen in the world. That's right. right? Great things can happen. You can change lives. You can take that single mother who's struggling with three children and supply her need by supporting her. You can build water wells in Africa. You can do so. You can build social housing. There's so much infrastructure um, and environmental changes that can happen when you have money. And actually, money is power. Money has a voice. Money speaks. So you can either quieten that down because you're too shy to show up about it mm -hmm. or you can get empowered to understand how you can use money and really how you do money is how you do everything believe mm -hmm. it or not mm -hmm. okay so I, I would really want to re-educate women in particular about women of faith because we're taught not to we're taught not to have that belief yeah. that we yeah. should yeah. be rich we should have money absolutely mm -hmm. wrong and we're not chasing the money we use we, we're actually chasing service that's yeah. what we're chasing we're chasing service because for me that comes first we're serving serving selling and as as a result of the serving and the selling then the money will come afterwards Wow. That is a byproduct of the service. Yeah. See, my, my, my thing would be that I'm chasing God. I'm not really chasing the money. I'm chasing God. And as long as I'm chasing God, he said that goodness and mercy will follow money. Absolutely. Having money is a part of goodness. And having money is a part of being able to show mercy. Absolutely. And as long as I'm chasing God and he's called me to do something, I, don't, I can't ever see a situation where he will disappoint me. Mm. And I, I love what you said about money has a voice. And it does. And it speaks so loudly, especially in our economy today. Mm -hmm. and, and those of us that don't have it, then our voices, we cannot really shout for the kingdom yes. as much as we would want to. Yes. Um, and it really is important for us to, 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 to reassess mm. the way that we view money and how, how we are going to uh, uh, use it uh, at the disposal of, of our king in his yes. kingdom. Amazing stuff. Thank you so very much. All right, great. Uh, so Power Up Coaching is open to faith, uh, faith females and is it open to... Uh, uh, those who are not of the faith as well is there an amendment to the the, the course or is it done um, as you as you have laid it out it's done as I have made it out because I've made it palatable for everybody to be involved in it mm -hmm. and you know um, especially when I'm doing my coaching I think it's important because another part of the mission being 
I need to equip and disciple women of faith so that they can feel confident to go out. But equally, there are women out there who have no belief system. And as the Great Commission is, you know, whether you're evangelizing through direct outreach or you're evangelizing through your life, your business, you know, I'm still called to that as my pastoral anointing. So I do that through the gift of entrepreneurship. And then I don't need to speak the Bible necessarily, but it naturally flows out because I believe I'm living the page and through my life is how people get connected to the God that I serve he said you know if I lift him up he'll do the drawing he'll do the drawing that's not my role my role is just to be in that place to carry out the appointment and the rest is down to him so I never take on his role that he needs to be doing I stick in with my my um, I sit in the place where I'm doing what I'm called to do and then allow him and to do the rest okay (laughs) this has all been very very amazing really really lovely i i've heard some things from you today that i haven't heard um from you know the many other coaches that i have encountered and god knows i've encountered a good few (laughs) (laughs) i've changed i I think i stepped into the world of um entrepreneurship from 2015 and in between then and now i've changed what i was doing probably about 10 times right (laughs) you know it's been it really has been a journey um But listening to you today, there is a sort of assurance um, that when we come to work with you, mm. um, we, there is the assurance that we will not be left behind. Okay, yes. You know, that, that, um, that the sort of care that is needed, the sort of concern, the sort of insight, the sort of discerning, um, and the sort of allowances that are needed um, for life to happen, but for us still to achieve the goals, achieve the God-given goals uh, that we've been given, that we can still achieve them. And, and, and that's what I'm picking up from talking to you. And that's, that's what I want to put out there to those who are listening or watching this episode, that this is what um, I'm, I'm believing that you will find if you want to work with NetiB. So how do we find you online? people want to actually get hold of me they can have my online business card which is call.nettyb.com so that's call.nettyb.com and that gives you access to my group my emails and everything there great great thank you so much for sharing that all right so we've come to the point in the um in the interview where now i ask you a curveball question okay. did i tell you about my curveball you question didn't tell me about your curveball question <laughs> <laughs> all right so curveball question is one that i asked you it, it it sometimes it doesn't have anything to do with what it is that you are actually uh, doing as a business but based on uh, what i think and i know of you it's a question that i believe you will be able to answer okay so we all set. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So today's curveball question for you, Nettie, is you are designing a sports shoe for females. And I want to hear some of the components that you're going to make sure you consider when you are designing this shoe. Okay. Uh, for a, Okay. For a sports woman, I would consider durability. I would consider texture. Okay. Texture in the sense of, is it comfortable to wear on the foot? Durability, is it going to take that person, you know, are they a hundred meters sprinter or are they a long distance runner or, you know, that's what I mean by that. 
I would also consider branding. You know, what is the message that the shoe is representing? That's wow. what I would consider. Absolutely. Okay. Really important. <laughs> and um, I would consider who is the woman who is wearing the shoe? Who is the shoe designed for? What role does she play in society? Where can she show up wearing this shoe? And all of those kinds of things, because I think for me, having a persona of who's wearing the shoe and who it's designed for is absolutely crucial. What are her habits? How does she behave? You know, does she have a dream? Um, and can that running shoe take her to that end destination? Yeah. So, so that's kind of where my thought processes would be. And then I'd look at colors. What kind of colors represents that particular woman who needs to wear that shoe? What personality needs to shine through? Is she somebody who is spiritual? Is she somebody who is loyal? Is she somebody who is funny, energetic, cheeky? You know, what kind of personality does that individual need to have? And then of course, you know, who does she want to share that shoe with? What are the types of people Taylor that she shoes. wants yeah, her shoes with? Because <laughs> I'm all about reproduction. <laughs> you see? You know, if it's good enough to fit me, then I've got to find someone else that can share that shoe and want to fall in love with that design as well. <laughs> Hence why I have my own t-shirts, you know? <laughs> and my own mugs. So there we go. So that's really where my mind would be around that. Oh, brilliant. Okay. I'd like to know, let me just ask a follow-up question. I don't normally ask follow-up questions, but for the one who is cheeky, and um and and playful what sort of colors would you be looking at <laughs> i'd be looking at vivacious colors like yellows ah. and, yeah yellows and maybe a hint of orange and purple so those kinds of yeah yeah cheeky but they have a little bit of ruler in them and they know exactly what they want yeah <laughs> <laughs> well done well done well done oh wow well i'm looking forward to seeing that shoe on the market now <laughs> Uh, Nettie, it's been really, really good. Very comfortable Pleasure. talking to you. You've shared so much. You've shared a lot from your heart. Um, and I don't normally do this, but mm -hmm. could, could I ask you, because the show is actually um, for entrepreneurs, not necessarily uh, those only of the faith, but for all entrepreneurs. And could you share a word of encouragement for, for us? You know, the world is at the moment just about getting ready to step out of mm -hmm. what has been almost a year and a quarter for us in the UK, it would yeah. have been a year on the 23rd of March mm -hmm. that we were mm -hmm. in lockdown. Mm -hmm. um, and we're now charting a path, like many other countries across the world, charting a path of getting out of this phase. Mm. Could you share a word of encouragement to those who have a small business and mm -hmm. they are now looking for new avenues or new ways to position it? Um, a word of encouragement, a word of advice. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, first and foremost, I acknowledge, you know, the difficulties that are out there for each and everyone listening to this right now. And, you know, the one thing I'm going to leave with you is that you need to step forward in faith. In this this time, I'm a woman of faith and that's, got to, that's what I've got to lead with. Step forward in faith. And what I mean by that, just to quantify what I mean by that, is step forward in faith knowing that you are already equipped 
with everything that you need for your next level. You might not see it right now, and that's what faith is. It's, it's, it's not seeing the things right now, but having the evidence, knowing that they're coming, okay? And you just need to know that you have more than enough already to step forward in faith. If you are of any age, you would have had some training, you would have had even a corporate life. And it, all you need to know is that you need to maybe find somebody, a mentor, a coach, or somebody that you can work with you to help you to pull those things things out because resourcefulness really comes from within it doesn't come from an external source so that's the one thing i would would leave with you is have faith in yourself that you have more than enough all you need to do is get some clarity around what that is understand your calling lean on and partner with god as your ceo because that's what i do in my business when i first started it wasn't me in the whole wide world it was me and god <laughs> okay so that for me is crucial understand whose business it is what type of business it is that you are looking to actually step into once you get that foundation right then you really need to then get the right type of business advice the right type of coaching to help you to push you forward to the next level so really the things i'm going to say is fear not fear is literally false evidence appearing real don't worry about what's on the other side that's not our job the moment we step into doubt unbelief and all of those things we're taking out that fear we're taking out that faith really that seed of faith that we are planting to take us forward so one thing i would say to you is pray about it leave it with god and then listen intently for the leading of the spirit listening intently for the leading of the spirit for the next step in the next phase and if you want to gain clarity after that seek out somebody who understands both elements who you are they understand the mandate on your life because that was a big thing for some of the women that came to me previously they wanted to work with a coach who understood the mandate on their life who could tap into them both mindset both spirit both their natural giftings okay so find somebody like that share your vision but share it carefully with people who you know are for you don't share your vision with people who are going to stop you or going to halt you who don't have the belief that you can do it because you'll give up all right so my lovely listening to this right now i'm just going to say to you step out in faith march forward because god is there and he's going to send the right people to you to help you to push your vision forward wow destiny helpers are on the way did you Amen. hear that destiny helpers are on the way uh, Nessie, thank you so very much for coming and sharing so openly, so candidly, so knowledgeably. Uh, you know, it, it's really been a joy and a pleasure to have you. God bless you. May God continue to bless the works of your hands. May continue to bless your life, pour into you as you need, strengthen you, uphold you, and lead you down the paths that you need to go in order to go up to the next level. We never stop powering up in God. Mm -hmm. He always takes us from one level to another, to another, to another. Some people put it as from glory to glory, but you know, I just, I like to say that we're <laughs> stepping up the Jacob's ladder, yes, <laughs> going, yes. going, up, going up to the heavens to, to meet our Lord. So thank you. Thank you so Welcome. very much. God bless you. God bless you too. And thank you to everyone who has watched Key TV today. I really hope that you've been blessed, encouraged, that you have learned something, that you've been uh, edified, that you've got a little bit of training. And remember, we, uh, in order to reach Nettie, the, her social media handles and ways to meet her will be in the credits, but they'll also be pinned in the comments of this episode. And if you would like to get your slot on Key TV, remember, email me on keyinspirations at gmail.com. That's K-I 
I-N-S-P-I-R-A-T-I-O-N-Z at gmail.com and we will book you your slot on the show. So until next week, God bless you. Thank you so much for watching and we'll see you then. Remember, stay safe. Bye for now.